There's an article in the Conversation publication online which offers advice for parents facing the daily battle to get their children away from screens. Good luck for that. I was just saying to my next guest about that. It's incredible. While avoiding potential tech tantrums. That's a new one, isn't it? And joining me in the studio now from the Curtin School of Allied Health, we have Dr. Giuliano Zabacciero. See, I did give a little lilt to it, Giuliana. Beautiful language. Oh, hang on, I'll turn you on. There you are, that's better. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming down and having a chat with us about today. I mean, a lot of people, I guess, you know, when mobile phones came up, which is decades ago now, the novelty was huge. And because of the progression with information on mobile, even today, it's even more so. It's entertaining, it's informative, keeping up to date with your friends, and you've got the good side and the bad side for adults, haven't you? Absolutely. Tell us about what happened. How has this research come about? Right. So this this research came from a larger project that was funded by the Australian Research Council and led by Professor Susie Edwards from the Australian Catholic University. And our part of the project involved families here in Perth that were involved with Playgroup WA. And we got them to um, go through a 12-week trial of trying out some online resources, digital resources, from the Raising Children Network, which is a parenting website um, supported by the government, um, and ABC Kids. And we were trying to get them um, to tell us what really worked best for them to facilitate smooth transitions away from the screens. Because we hear a lot about parents being quiet, having a lot of difficulties to get their children away from the devices. Well, it's obvious why, like we said, entertaining, informative, sometimes used for bad reasons, you know, by putting postings on site, that sort of thing. So could I just break it down to the parents that you had during this 12-week period? Were they parents that nominated themselves to say that we are having success or they would like to find out ways? Um, They were parents that participated in playgroups from playgroup wa and we went to them and asked them if they would like to participate oh okay so, so there didn't was have a to range have... okay. of parents that yeah. some parents that were having lots of difficulties some parents that not as much um but that was also our aim to get a broad range of different families and different to share situations information. yeah okay what was the what was what happened during those 12 weeks right so we had weekly um resources delivered to them um, and they told us that the best way of doing that for them as busy parents of toddlers and preschool children um, it was online. So we every week we provided them with curated resources from the Raising Children at Work and ABC Kids or um, industry partners in this project. And, and these resources had ideas of activities or information related to transitions in everyday life transitions around screens and and technology and and ideas of strategies that parents could try so these resources you mentioned abc kids and the other one which was the other one the raising children network these people have in fact done their own research prior to this 12-week program so is um, that right the the industry partners yes they in raising children at work is a parenting website that provides information for parents ongoing ongoing okay. about everything Looking related after. to parenting okay. Okay. and abc kids is we we know abc right has lots of content and very committed to educational content for young children okay so that shared information to these parents was that welcomed 
Yes, absolutely. Parents really enjoyed having a curated list and having that delivered to them um, in an accessible way that they could try at their own pace Mm. when when it was easy for them. You're not always born and uh, educated to be a parent, let's face it. It's it's a pretty tough job and you expect some great outcomes and it's very easy to give in and say here's your phone keep occupied keep quiet so it became a little bit of a babysitter didn't it for a long time it can be and and what is what have been the outcomes from long-term use by young children you must have found that out look there's a lot of research around young children's use of technology but most of that um, research is based on all their ways of technology like television we know that now younger children have more access to mobile devices we have a lot of different ways of streaming and content accessible at any time anywhere that's right um so that changed a lot and they're still we're still doing research to to figure out those long term so um potential influences and there's research that indicates they're positive outcomes in terms of education and um, development and some not so positive outcomes and that also depends on mm-hmm. how children and their families are using everyone's technology. learning as we go along yeah what would be in your experience with doing this part of, or being part of the program would be the youngest of the children that were using devices did that uh, come out look in our in our study we had children as young as um 15 months wow. but there's research saying that children um often start to um engage with technology in some way even before they hit a year old mm. right so um there's a, a broad range of how families and children engage with these technologies and the context of it, you know, what of they course, do it for, what they, yeah. what they access and if yeah. they are with someone or not. So um, we were really interested in trying to help parents um, support their children in yeah. transitioning Without having tech tantr- tantrums. Exactly. You know, w- when we had children when they were young, it was television viewing time. That yep. was a problem and was so you're, you're brainwashing your children you know you can't have them sitting idly watching television and i don't think that research would have been done on that but technologies move so fast yep. what are you are you are there any findings out of this program yes absolutely so we know that you know no one likes to stop something that they are enjoying right and That's it's right. not different for children we as adults develop self-regulation skills to manage (laughs) our emotions and smoothly transition from one activity to the other on your day-to-day life even when the next activity is not as enjoyable as the previous right but we had to learn that Um, and it's a big part of being a carer um, to teach children and help them develop those skills okay so children can get quite upset if they stop doing something that they're that's enjoying. That's why I keep giving it to yep. them. And that's yeah. that's true for multiple activities. That's mm-hmm. true for, you know, playing with a toy or reading a book. Exactly. But also true with technology. And as we said, technology is designed to be engaging and yeah. keep Hypnotic. people connected. Um, so it could be that for some children it's harder to transition away from screens than non-screen activities. Oh, yeah. it's, a bit, it's a real challenge. So the parents that um, were involved in our study... Um, really said that the top three strategies that were really useful for them were to prepare their kids to use their interest to inspire 
real life activities and um, to the, give them some choice. The sites, the sites, the sites that they go they go on to. Is that what you're suggesting? I'll, I'll go back into okay. that. So the first one yeah. was to um, prepare them, right? So give them a heads up of what's going on, right? So first we're gonna. They might say, for example, look, we're gonna watch this episode, and once it's finished, we're gonna turn the TV off. You're talking about the the, the item, the uh, yes. phone? Yes. Okay, yep. not or, TV. Okay, or TV. Oh, the TV. Oh, okay. Or the iPad, you know, once you finish playing that game, we're going to put the, uh, the iPad away. Okay. Or even having time limits and saying five minutes, we're going to turn it off. Okay. Or move on to someone else. And letting them know what's coming next was also really helpful, right? So we're, we're turning off the TV because we're going to have lunch. Yeah. Right, so having that information, children knowing what's happening, facilitates that transition away from the device. Right, the second part was using what interested them with the screens to move on to something that doesn't involve screens. So if they were really engaged in loving watching a Bluey episode, then they could move on to reenacting what the characters did with their Bluey toys. Or doing a bluey puzzle. Oh, oh, hands-on situations. Hands-on situations. Same subject, though. Yeah, yeah. Or if they were watching um, an ABC Kids um, program that talked about an obstacle course, they could go to their backyard and put one on. Great idea. And and have that. Um, And using music and songs that children really like was also helpful. So moving away from screens. So parents really uh, enjoy using ABC Kids Listen, that is a a podcast and and radio um, from ABC Kids, and they will have, you know, their favourite Wiggle song while they are moving away from the screen and doing something else. That makes sense. Yeah. And the last thing that they found really helpful was to give the child some choice, right? The youngest the child the less they have choice and control of what they do in their day and that's understandable and and you know unavoidable um so giving children some choice is really powerful to help them move make choices um the the technology without getting upset so giving them the choice do you want to watch one episode or two Okay. Or do you do you want to set up the timer that we're going to use to let you know how much time you have left, right? So things that will give them some sense of choice. Control, yeah, yeah, yeah. That does make sense. Now, has this been implemented by the people over that 12-week course? Have yes. they tried it? Yes. Yeah. So we started in 2021 and then we um, engaged with them again in 2022. And even this week, speaking to some of my participants, um, they they continue saying that those strategies are still helpful and um, they still use them. They're the young babies, young toddlers, uh, probably not even toddling at 15 months, but whatever. If they get a bit older, this is the harder part, I would have thought. Did you deal with anyone, any parent that had children that were a little bit older than that? Uh, or children, the children involved in the study were up to three, three and a half years of age, right. but parents had older children. And they did indicate that that was helpful for the older children as well. But you adapt that based on the child's ability, right? So an older child that can read um, and set up a timer in the, independently, yeah. that gives them a lot more control and they feel like they can do that a lot better than a, a very young child. I think example. a lot of people are concerned about the health aspect, you know, sitting with a tablet or whatever for too yeah. long, where they should be outside kicking a ball or something like that. And I suppose that's another option that for the older child that could be given to them. 
yeah, within absolutely. half an hour, that's what we need to yeah, do. Yeah. And probably parents being involved with that with the child would be a good thing too because a, a lot of children are a bit upset that mum and dad are on their phones a lot. Always, always. So, yeah. you know, children will respond to responsive parents a lot better. So how bad are these tech tra- tantrums? <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's a variety. So it, they can be quite bad and I think everyone has seen some in you know the shops or or going around um their their families and friends so it can be quite distressing for the child and quite distressing for the parents yeah you know wanting to support their children so these are easy strategies that can help parents deal with those people listening at the moment that weren't part of the course obviously is there any way they can get hold of this information ongoing yeah, so we have um, the conversation article that, that has been out this week. And as this is part of a larger project that the f- final goal of the project is to create an online tool oh, with ongoing. all these resources. Oh, yeah, so hopefully by the end of this year, there will be an online tool available for parents. It makes so much sense what yeah. you have said to them, let the, let the child make decisions themselves and be involved. So when you say the conversation, what's the name of the website? The conversation. The conversation. Yes. Dot com dot au or just the conversation. Google it. Just Google the conversation. <laughs> so you don't know technology, do you? <laughs> I think that's incredible. And you know, you don't want to be taking um, an iPad or a phone away from a child at a restaurant. Um, so because obviously there'd be a bit of a tantrum thrown at the time. <laughs> uh, look, you know, we yeah. parents um, are the experts on their children, and they yeah. know what helps and what hinders with their children and sometimes it's okay to do what they need to do and you know technology is not all bad is Mm. about the balance of you know using technology in ways that are not preventing children to engage in other activities that are important for them and i think parents have got to set an example too yeah they really do you're a great work it really is (laughs) the conversation just google the conversation parents or grandparents if you would like to know a little bit more thank you juliana very much indeed for joining us thank you for having me